This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael and Pastor Tim with you in the studio. Pastor Tim, today we're going to put you on the hot seat. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to watch. I'm not going (laughs) to say a word, which I'm really good at. And uh, here's the question of the day. Explain the difference between hell, Hades, and paradise. So, Pastor Tim, I know from the Old Testament to the New Testament, these are words that come up. There's a lot of confusion around this. Let's bring some clarity. Let's drop the mic. What do you say? You have to start with the understanding of the Old Testament believers in God, the Old Testament followers of God, the Hebrews, if you would, their understanding of what happened to a person who died. And in the Old Testament, death uh, sent someone, their their soul, their spirit, went to Sheol. They went to the grave, and the grave did not mean the dirt or the tomb in which they were placed in. That's where their body was placed, but their soul spirit, uh, and we had podcasts on this before, the inanimate part of the person went to Sheol in the Old Testament, which was the holding place before Jesus, before the death, burial, and resurrection of yep. Jesus. So is it fair to say, if I'm if I'm a, a Jew, Hebrew, living before Christ, I have a very undeveloped understanding of yes. the afterlife, the end times, very resurrection. Much so. so that's, I think sometimes people forget, they transfer modern understandings of what happens after we die, all the stuff that we learn in the New Testament, all the clarity brought to that, and they can transfer that back to the Old Testament saints, um, even to the point where I, I do think people don't fully understand that even amongst the the Hebrew leadership, the Pharisees believed in a resurrection and the Sadducees didn't. And the reason the right. Sadducees didn't is because the notion of a resurrection was fairly new in the revelation of God through scripture. Right. But they all believed in a shul. Yes. They, they all believed in a place that the inanimate part of the person went to. But it, like you said, it was not developed. It was not developed clearly in scripture or in the minds of the Old Testament Hebrews. And I think it's fair to say that the Hebrews had a notion that Sheol was better for believers than it was for, say, Goliath or evil pagans. Absolutely. We mark that as heaven and hell, and we have these clear distinctions. Just they didn't have the same kind of distinctions. In fact, until I think it was like the five, six, seven hundred BC when the minor and major prophets started writing that a lot of the development of these doctrines started around that time. So now we get to the second word, which is Hades. Hades. What does Hades mean? And Hades is the equivalent, it's the Greek equivalent, New Testament equivalent to the Old Testament Sheol. So it, it again, it's in the early days of the church, the early days of the disciples the Greek-speaking Hebrews understood Hades is equal in every realm, every way to Sheol of the Old Testament. And it was just the place that the inanimate part of the person went to after death. And then depending on whether they trusted in Jehovah, the Yahweh God, the God of the Hebrews, or whether they were heathens, determined whether they were in Sheol, the grave, or Hades, the grave, of paradise 
Jesus told the story of the rich man and Lazarus, and he paints a picture for what the New Testament person, the the Jew of the, the first century, would have understood these two terms to mean. And he paints the picture and says, the rich man was in torment, but Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom. And then he defines and, and even gives clarity, there is a chasm that divides the two, and the two can't get to each other, yep. so but they can Hades, see each other. Yeah, Hades has a, a demarcation. What people need to know is the reason it was called Abraham's bosom is because Abraham was the father of the faith. You know, Correct. Like where in the afterworld would the father of the Jewish people go right. rather than calling it heaven? It's the basic way of saying you're where Abraham is. That's right. And the Old Testament Hebrew would have completely understood yep. that Abraham was in a place of a comfort place. and goodness awaiting the mm. Messiah. So where and what is paradise? So Jesus is on the cross. He says to the thief next to him, this day you'll be with me in paradise. in paradise. Is paradise Abraham's bosom? Is paradise a post-resurrection place for heaven? Like, Explain to me, because then the New Testament picks up the terminology of heaven and hell. Yes. So kind of take this concept of paradise and bring us into the New Testament and what our, our vernacular is today, right. which is you either die if you trust in Jesus and go to heaven, or you don't trust in Jesus and you go to hell. How do we get from right. Hades and Sheol to paradise to heaven to hell? Mm-hmm. And I would hold to that paradise when what Jesus offered the righteous thief on yep. the cross, when he said to, the, to that thief who said, remember me when you come into the kingdom, and Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. He was referring to, Jesus was referring to Abraham's bosom at that point, because again, Jesus's resurrection had not yet taken place. Mm. We know from the book of Ephesians, we know that Jesus is going to go to a place of Sheol, the grave, and he is going to proclaim his victory over death. And it is not until his resurrection that things change in the inanimate holding place of all people. And after his resurrection, then we know from New Testament passages that Paul probably is the most literate and the most articulate of what happens to a person after death for the believer in Jesus. He says, Paul says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Yep, which so, kills soul sleep as, an, as a totally absolutely. biblical idea no longer, yeah. No longer is soul sleep even on the table. Yep. No longer is Sheol a place for uh, the righteous or those who have trusted in yep. the uh, the message of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Because Paul says yep. it very clearly. To be absent from the body for the believer is to be present with the Lord. There is no longer Abraham's bosom. Paradise no longer exists. Today, after the resurrection, when a person trusts in Jesus and they then, for whatever reason, were to die, they immediately go to the presence of Jesus. And we know that Jesus is in heaven. The hand of God the Father. Absolutely, because other scripture passages tell us that when Jesus rose from the dead, he went to the presence of his father. Even Jesus can say, Abraham looked forward to my day and rejoiced. Absolutely. Because there was a fundamental shift in the spiritual realm and where they went. And even the notion of hell right now is separation from God. Yes. Uh, it's it's torment for those who don't believe in him. Um, it, it, 
It could be parallel to Sheol. It could be parallel to Hades or an mm-hmm. aspect of Hades. But ultimately, the final destination of hell is that it's thrown into the lake like of fire. fire. Let me just like give a brief like well timeline. Before Jesus, everyone went to Sheol or Hades, and there seemed to be a line of demarcation yes. for those who had trusted in God and those mm-hmm. who hadn't. When Jesus died on the cross, the thief went with him to paradise, yeah. but he went into, we'll say, Sheol and Hades, and he proclaimed victory and brought believers into heaven to the point where even the book of Revelation, people are in God's very presence. Yes. And they're saying, how long, oh Lord? Yes. They're having conversations there with yep. him. The but people even, that we read about in the book of Revelation, they are before the throne of God yep. asking him the question. So we clearly know that they are not in Abraham's bosom. Yep. They're out of that. And here's the deal. When somebody says, oh, when you die, you go to heaven forever. Not true. You go to heaven your soul, your spirit, the inanimate yes. conscious part of you goes to heaven temporarily until the final judgment and the and then the, the resurrection of the body. Yep. And, and that's then, where yes. God makes a new heaven, a new earth, redeems all yes. of creation. There, hell and heaven will be, we'll say, the eternal resting place yes. of those who have rejected God, the lake of fire, and the new earth and new heaven yep. will be very physical. Everyone mm-hmm. receives a new body. It's a double resurrection. That's right. Which is a whole nother podcast, but um, <laughs> everybody does. Yes. Um, so the resurrection is confidence that if you've trusted in Jesus, you'll be on a new heaven, a new earth. The God's intention long-term is not that we would be separated from our body, but that right. we would be body and soul slash spirit <laughs> yes. combined yes. for all of eternity, but the body will not decay because it will not be influenced by sin. Right. So when you look at a trajectory, it goes from Sheol to, well, the Christian would say, or the believer in God would go from, from Abraham's bosom um, to heaven to the new earth. Correct. And that would be like the trajectory. And if yes. you're not a Christian, you'd go to Sheol to the lake of fire. Lake of fire, yep. eventually. Yep. So that that's clear. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully it's not clear as mud. Hopefully yeah, it's clear, clear as, as mud. clear as the water in Lake Geneva. Ooh, that's good. That you just changed my life. All right, so <laughs> join us uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Pastor Tim and I are going to answer the question: Can someone become saved while demon possessed? Ooh, come back I'll next time. Like it. All right.